and boom, we're in, we're on, we're here. Hey, how's it going? Me again. What's good? Not good, not much? Shame on you. Life's fucking great for me. Anyway, how we doing? Reason I'm talking like this is because we've got to get this episode in. Time, you know, time pressure. Not going to be the longest one. You probably already know because the time's there on the fucking podcast before you start listening to it. But uh, we're going to aim for a nice wee tight 30 here. Just a nice in and out 30 minutes. Hold on, sipping the Red Bull. That's another thing. I'm also drinking Red Bull. That's probably why I'm talking like this. Because Red Bull gives you ADHD. Now, this week, I'll address, you know, back to, we're going to start with Lily's Love Life, the segment that was the centerpiece of the last uh, last podcast episode. Uh, progressing well, progressing well. We really just, you know, went along, didn't perform, but went along to the comedy club on Wednesday night just to watch. And she was there, fucking sat with her and chatted her like the whole fucking show. It was great. Real good chat. It's fucking good time. Uh, and then she hosts this quiz on Thursday, and I got I got the Fiends. We all went down, and uh, we won the fucking quiz, mind you. But uh, we went down and went to a quiz, which was a good fucking time, honestly. It was real funny. Uh, would recommend it if you're out there. If you're in Christchurch, uh, it's at Mickey Finn's Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Fucking, what's his name? Simon Kingsley Home. Simon. Pretty sure it's his last name. I'm not getting mixed up with someone else. I feel like if I got him mixed up with anybody, like, I would have got, got him mixed up with some fucking same, famous serial killer or some bullshit. And that would be a bad thing. But anyway, it's Simon and it's Georgia. West Cahill. Hosting at Mickey Finn's 7pm every Thursday quiz night. Uh, come down. You're not going to win, though. You're not going to win. I'm going to win. I'm one for one. Undefeated. Alright, come at me. We're coming back every fucking week, too. Because... We did this quiz, got the $150 prize between four of us, and fucking spent all of it on food and drinks. Mostly food, didn't, because, you know, work this morning at 8am, so I wasn't getting plastered, had like two or three, wasn't going to do anything silly. So, yeah, that's where we were at with that. I was fucking stuffed though, man. I felt like such a fat piece of shit coming home this morning, overnight. You know, I got the 3am wake up by my digestive system, if you know what I mean. And, yeah. Yeah, that side of it wasn't fun. (laughs) The rest of it was great, though. Like, the stuff leading up to it. Good fucking time. Um, But, yeah, anyway, we'll get back to the quiz soon. But things with George are progressing well. And we're just going to, we're just, I think, we've... We've calmed down. I think every time, like every time I've seen her, I get the feeling that she's, you know, more and more confident that she actually likes me too. And I just got to be patient. I'm not going to push her. Not going to push her too much. Not at this stage. Just gonna sort of just keep, just keep saying I'm going to run into her at least like a couple times in the next week anyway. Just down at the comedy club, and maybe tonight as well. Yeah, well, yeah, probably well. Maybe just briefly because she's got a show tonight. She's on the big show tonight. I'm going to head down and watch. But uh. Yeah, I just gotta, just gotta keep chipping away, chipping away, chip, you know, not being too pushy, because I'm not, just like, you know, I kind of came out of nowhere when I asked her on the date, so I gotta just be a bit like, sort of give her some time just to, I was gonna say get her affairs in order, but that's, that's too ominous, that's not, just get, just sort of shit out, really, like, I don't know, if, I don't really know what's going on. But I'm sure, like, you know, she's real busy, fucking, 
shows and shit and yeah who else so just eh, just chilling just chilling still get to see it's still like the relationship's still progressing i feel so that's all you can ask for really and i'm just gonna just keep doing what i'm doing but yeah yeah so good positive news good positive mindset on that today we're just gonna keep on trucking yeah and then back to the quiz night so quiz night thursday mickey fins there were five teams my team the a team well picked well chosen well selected if it was wasn't for two people pulling out saying they couldn't come my idea i have my team of six you want to sit here's how you put together a good quiz team people all right Five to six people. So I asked six people, hoping, you know, in case one of them pulled out. But we had two, so we were down to four. So wasn't wasn't ideal, wasn't the perfect, wasn't the perfect. And to be fair, like, yeah, the two, the two that weren't there were probably my, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the MVP, I'm the team captain, but they were going to probably be the second and third most valuable. Not saying the others weren't valuable, because, like, they they pulled through. They did fucking well. They got us over the line. Like, I'm not saying I, I'm not trying to be an arrogant cockier and say I did this all myself. I did most of it, but I didn't do it all myself. So yeah, this is how you pick a pick a good quiz team. All right, first, no old cunts. All right, no one over the age of thirty. I'm sorry, your brain is slowing down, and you're more close. You're closer to the grave, and you're boring. So fuck you. No one over 30. Okay? I know that's unpopular. People seem to think that you need people across different generations. Because they're going to know things from ye old old times. But no. They think they do, but they don't. And plus, like, if you're like 35 and you're saying yes to some fucking 26-year-old fuckwit like me quiz team, you're you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you and uh don't do it because we don't want you we don't need you but now back to the quiz team now you need at least a close-ish like you probably want at least 40 percent female to 60 male ideally 50 50 not always possible but uh like because you know they do there are a bunch of different categories, man. You need a wide range of experience and knowledge. You need a wide range of expertise. And, yeah, but basically, you just need that, and you need people that are really smart. People, All the people I picked are pretty smart. Some of them really smart, some pretty smart. But different kinds of smart. You know, you got to, like, I know I'm... To be fair, I'm trying to act like I've got all these people to pick from. Really, like, this is just who my fucking friends are. <laughs> they're, just, they're just my friends. Like, they're the work friends. The friends from work, because that's a distinction. Because I'm friendly with pretty much everyone at work, but yeah, yeah you know. You know, and some of the, you know, get, get on a real well, getting cl- real close to some of the people at work. So it was just, I'm trying to say, like, I had this list of, like, 100 people to select from, but really it's just my friends. And my friends from work like they're all pretty smart because they've got a pretty technical job and like you know because it's also a weird job very diverse range of backgrounds and pretty much everybody's like in their mid-20s and so that we're all sharp we're all onto it we want to win energetic ready to go 
and like there's you know all I think all of us had like degrees and shit and completely different shit except like there was me I, I got the sports science degree but that's useless to me anyway one of the old uh, Nora who didn't come she's got like a masters in sports science so she's way smarter than me in that area but like I've got I'm I'm the expert in the general bullshit sport knowledge the shit you're actually gonna see in a quiz night like who won the 1991 NPC championship which was I think Otago. I guess Otago. That's just off the dome. So if I got that right, you can Google that at home. And you can take that to the bank. But uh, I'm good for that useless kind of fucking knowledge. And a lot of other things. Like, here's a question that I got that no one else in that fucking competition was going to get last night. Who is the fattest ever US president? And I got that shit in 0.25 seconds. It's William Taft. William Taft. President from 1909 to 1913. He was 5'11", like 153 kegs. He was a big boy. Big boy. Especially for back then. For 1909 to be 153 kilos. When like only like 1% of people were obese. And that's like the top 1% of obese people. He, he was... Oh, he, was he was he was thick with 99Cs. That's a 99C thick boy right there. But, uh, you know, he was slaying, he was slaying, he was Prez, he was, the, he was big dog Prez. And he did lose out to Woodrow Wilson, who brought in the Federal Reserve, and that kind of fucked us up and brought in this money system that enslaves us. And basically everything that led up to this petrodollar that just r runs the world empire these days and is fucking centered on control and human sacrifice. But William Taft was a good dude. He was the one before. He didn't fuck that up. He didn't get weird. He wasn't even. He, he was going well for World War One, so he wasn't doing anything fucking terrible like that. I don't know. I'm sure he was racist. <laughs> like, let's let's be real. It was 1909 USA, and he was in the elite of society. An an elite white man in 1909, probably not too fond of the minorities. The minorities, that, that's, uh, that's not me, that sounds terrible, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not saying that, it's not me, that's, that's Taft, that's old William Taft, the fat guy, but, uh, yeah, so I'm good for useless knowledge like that, and, yeah, so we, Nora, she would have been good for, like, the actual, like, scientific stuff to do with the body that I ignored and barely passed when I was studying, but, uh, still got the degree, though, C's get degrees. C's are what results in a stand-up comedy career. But, uh... Where were we? Quiz team. And then, you want someone... You want someone with a bit more, sort of, different life experience. And that's where old Ray came in. Ray is Spanish. He grew up in Spain. The one in Europe. And he is... He knows like three languages, he's real talkative, real good guy, talks to a lot of people. Not the smartest in terms of like straight up intellect, he'll admit that to you too, but he's, he knows a lot of fucking people, well he knows languages too, like he can't, he's, he's above average, I'll give it to him, but like compared to the rest of the team he's, he's the dumb one, he's also the hot one, so he's got that going, fucking could talk his way into anybody's pants, almost into mine, but yeah. Just on that, I'm going to see him drunk later tonight. He's going to try and fuck me. Eh, we'll see how we go. 
Anyway, uh, so that's right. That's the international covered off. That sounds terrible, but you get what I mean. And then you got to, like, then we have David. David's, David did not offer much at all. He just kept um, talking about my big hands, which was annoying. <laughs> so, yeah. But he's smart with computers and stuff and AI and all that shit. So, you know, there's usually like a tech around. We didn't get any sort of tech questions though last night though. So that's why he wasn't really much used to the actual quiz. Anyway, I think he added a couple of like the funny ones because it was kind of like you had to be funny too. Probably been a bit too harsh on him there, but I'm trying to think what he, uh, what he fucking, yeah. Anyway, and then we had Christian who's got an accounting degree, so he's good with numbers, just kind of basically off the bat there. And he's another kind of, yeah, he's just a smart all-around guy, good, good, real good general knowledge guy. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's probably like a similar sort of type player to me, but just not quite as good. Like, if you were going to say we'd be the same style, we'd be the same sort of well-rounded fucking can shoot, pass, defend, two-way player, but I'm just better. I'm like, I don't know. I don't really know the NBA currently that well, but you know what I mean. It's just, he's he's a good solid starter in any team in the league, but I'll keep him on the bench. And then uh, we had Pam. Pam. Pam's the wild card. Pam is the wild card. She was probably, outside of me, because I'm the funniest, uh, probably the funniest in the team. She really, like, for this quiz, she was very valuable. I have to give it like I got the MVP of the day, but I had she she was a very she was she was definitely second. So fucking shout out Pam. What a weird knowledge. She's Australian too, so a couple of times you get some Aussie questions in there and she got one of them wrong though. So for better she's from Melbourne too, and like she got one wrong about Melbourne. Like fuck me, bitch. We were trusting you on that one. But she was funny, like she had a lot of good real funny answers that helped us fucking win like the funny side of it. So good on her. Back to the Red Bull. Now, so we won the quiz, did the thing, stuffed ourselves full, and that was a fun evening. Now, what's happening next? I'll tell you. I got an idea for a bit. It's called Bro Picks. Okay? Now, it's also a business idea. It's a, it's a business that I'm going to make into an actual business but not actually make a business because I don't have time for that shit. But uh, it's going to be like, the bit's going to be a business pitch for this business. So I'm going to go to the extent of like making everything as official as I can. I'm going to get like a Gmail account, Gmail address for it, uh, put up some bullshit address. uh, And if it goes well and we keep going with it, I may actually register the company name and make like just pay like the hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks or however much it is. And like get like the actual like LLC for Bropex, which is the name of the business and the bit. So Bropex, I'm not going to tell you the bit because I haven't really worked it out yet. It's probably another week or two away from getting on the stage. And because I haven't, it's it's another photography based bit like my fridge bit. So and I haven't got around to taking the photographers the the, the photos um, just yet. I've got some of them, but uh, I need probably like I've got one person. And I need two more. So basically, the idea of the bit, bro picks, photo shoots for single straight men's dating profiles. Because every straight man, majority of them anyway, not me, 
are terrible at taking fucking photos. And this is inspired by a real life event with Rolsty. You've heard him before. He wanted, you know, he was in a little bit of a drought. He was like, let's get a photo shoot going for him. I was like, yeah, right, let's go. Nice wee photo shoot. Took a photo of him. He put him up on his Tinder. Next day, breaks a drought. Good on him. He's welcome. He's very welcome. I got the assist on that one. Fucking Rajon Ronda over here with the assist, but can't score myself. Honestly. But, um... So yeah, that, and also the the chick the chick he got with the woman, the beautiful young woman. I don't know, it's creepy. Too far. The woman um, that he got with was a bit interesting. It had a little bit of an interesting fetish, which was mind opening for the boy. She was into blood play. Blood play, yes. Basically, from what I understand, she approached him like just asked, hey, do you know what, like, blood brothers are, and, you know, that's, like, where you cut your hand with somebody that you got, got, like, a bond with, and you shake hands, both with, like, your open wounds, and you, you know, basically infect each other's blood, and that makes you brothers, so, uh, blood brothers, yeah, she's, like, he's, like, yeah, so, basically, she was, like, yeah, you want to try something like that, and he was, like, no, but, uh, they don't need to know that, the, the crowds and audiences, when I tell this but they don't need to know that at all so I'm gonna say yes he got very involved in the blood play and but anyway that was Rolsty so got me going on 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 the gravy train that I should make this a business and a bit and just keep going with it and that's what I'm gonna do so I'm gonna I've got two other mates lined up gonna gonna do a Brodo shoot with them over the next couple of days, and then basically, for one of them, I got my mate who's Chinese, Chinese guy, good dude, nothing against Chinese, but the point I'm selling you is Chinese is because the joke I'm going to tell is basically that now, David, oh, I said his name, I was going to say his fucking name, sorry, sorry, David, I got to use a fake name, he doesn't want me to use his real name, we're going to call him Jackson, so Jackson, because that's the name he wants me to use. That Jackson's the name David wants me to use. So Jackson, uh, he came to us looking to find a girl to settle down with. So, you know, we did the whole photo shoot thing. We got these photos looking real nice and sexy and shit. And just a couple of days later, David was matched with a girl and organized a date with a girl called Sarah, a white girl. And now they've been on multiple dates, and I, as of this morning, I am proud to announce that uh, Jackson and Sarah are now official. They're exclusive. Congrats for Jackson. Can we give him a round of applause, please? And, uh, and uh, Jackson's, you know, Jackson uh, can't wait to introduce Sarah to, to his parents, because uh, she's the first white girl he's dated. And he can't wait to introduce her to his parents because they're going to hate her guts. And then I've got my other mate, Liam. He didn't give a fuck. He won't give a fuck. I'm basically... Oh, no, he will give a fuck. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to say, Liam, but you're going to be the third guy. So deal with that information what you will. And yeah. Yeah. 
that's where we're at with that. That's going to be a good bet. Oh, and the blood play part. I was going to basically talk about how it would be absolutely horrible and irresponsible if I ever tried to do blood play because I pass out at the side of my own blood. And I'm 120-30-ish kilos. And if I'm on top of said girl and she's just like, oh, let's cut your hand and get your sexy blood dripping on me. Um, I'm probably going to say yes. And if I do say yes, as soon as that blood starts dripping down my arm and onto her face, I'm going to pass out. And I'm going to pass out on top of the girl. And if I'm unconscious for more than 60 seconds... I'm looking at a manslaughter charge at best. At best. Like, fucking, she's going to struggle, my blood's on her, my DNA's going to be all over her, it's going to be crush, she's going to have crush injuries. Like, it's not going to be going to be good. I'm going to be fucking screaming down the southern motorway in my white Ford Bronco. Fucking saying, I didn't do it. God damn it. Imagine, imagine that. That's how you go. This with your dick inside of you smothering you to death. That would be fucking horrible. Yeah, so that bit can get real weird. I don't know how far I'm going to push it. We'll see. Probably not that far. Um, Yeah, I don't need to be making the audience think that I'm murdering my partners accidentally that's not while I'm having sex with them yeah that's uh we gotta be careful there we'll treat it we'll treat it we'll tread lightly we will tread lightly on that bit but I feel like there's something there I could get yeah, I might just stay away from it no there's something there we'll find something but uh yeah that's how we're doing with coming up with new bits we're still rolling we're still punching gonna you know just keeping the gravy train rolling we're gonna have gonna have some big shows next week well not big shows but we're gonna have a lot of shows so if you're in Christchurch if you listen to the podcast come down to Good Times Comedy Club next week should be on the Sunday the Wednesday and the Friday show next week I am on the Friday show I'm opening the show Friday night last next week August 28th yeah August 28th 8pm Good Times Comedy Club I'm gonna be coming out on that stage and coming all over that audience first so please come because and please come on time because you'll distract me if you start walking in while i'm talking because people are fucking annoying how they do that they always come in late it's just uh uh oh anyway i think i'm gonna leave it there because i don't really have much else to talk about and like i said i've got shit to do i've got people to see Shows to see, parties to go to, your boy is social tonight. So anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you have a great weekend. You are all beautiful, fucking amazing people, and I love every single one of you. Bye.